I think today God's Word is on fire. And so I'm going to read our Bible reading from the Gospel of John. I've told you these things while I am still with you, but the Holy Spirit will come and help you because the Father will send the Spirit to take my place. The Spirit will teach you everything and remind you of what I said while I was with you. I give you peace, the kind of peace that only I can give. It isn't like the peace that this world can give, so don't be worried or afraid. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, we're now going to watch a video clip of the moment the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost. Something amazing happened. At first, it sounded as if a huge wind were blowing. Next, flames of fire flickered over every person's head. Then God's Spirit came, and everyone began to speak in different languages. This was the gift from God that Jesus had promised his followers. The day that God's Spirit came to Jesus' followers, there were people from many countries in Jerusalem. These people spoke different languages. When they heard Jesus' friends praying, they went to see what the noise was all about. They found Jesus' friends telling about the great things God had done. But they were all surprised to hear it in their own language. They asked, what does this mean? Thank you. Um, let's pray very quickly. Is this good volume-wise? Oh, Heavenly Daddy, we just pray that you will use my words to speak to each and every one of us, to give us a deeper understanding of your Holy Spirit and your coming, that each of us can grow in knowledge and love of you. Amen. So, when you think of a birthday, you think of a day that some, you're celebrating the day that someone came into the world. So, it's the day they were born, and you celebrate it, and there's usually presents and a lot of cake. Cake. Mm. Um... Pentecost wasn't the Holy Spirit's birthday. The Holy Spirit had been around since the beginning of creation. It moved over the waters in Genesis. Um, and as Rory was happily telling me, it guided the Israelites through the desert um, back in the um, time of Exodus. It came along um, at the time of the Ten Commandments. So the Holy Spirit has been around for ever, really. But today, this is the day when we remember that the Holy Spirit came to the lives of every single believer. Up to that point, the Holy Spirit had come at sort of one occasion... Big moment, Holy Spirit, yay. And there was just one account. But suddenly the Holy Spirit is coming on every single person. Therefore, it is actually the church's birthday. Because the coming of the Holy Spirit is the beginning of the Christian church. And the Holy Spirit is the most awesome present you could ever get. And each and every one of us who believe receive this present. 
what's it like? Have you ever felt the nudge to do something? The nudge to, to speak to someone, to phone someone up out of the blue, to send them a gift, to give someone a hug, to make someone a cup of tea? Have you ever felt that nudge, that kind of knowing in your knower that you need to do something? And it's usually a nice and it's usually a little bit of hassle for you and you could just kind of know, oh, I need to do it. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit working in you and speaking in you. And what the best thing is, it's not going to run out of batteries. The Holy Spirit doesn't go, oh, done now, bored, off you go. It doesn't die like vase, um, flowers in a vase. It's not going to suddenly get tired and go away. The Holy Spirit is always with us and will never, ever leave us. Um, years ago, I used to share a flat with some, a house with some friends and we had a gas boiler. And I never really encountered a gas boiler before. And you knew anywhere in the house if someone had turned on the hot water tap because you'd suddenly hear, and you could hear it throughout the whole house, the boiler go, whoosh. And it, before, there was always a little pilot light on. It was always there. It was all ready to go. But suddenly, someone turned on the hot water tap, and whoosh, the boiler would work. And you would have hot water wherever you were, until we ran out of gas anyway. That's a total tangent. The Holy Spirit is just the same. We all have, living in us, a little pilot light. And when we ask, when we pray for more, the Holy Spirit, whoosh, we'll get more. So, if nothing else, if you want more of the Holy Spirit, if you want more of God's love and joy and peace in your life, pray. Ask for it. Go up to prayer ministry afterwards and ask for more of the Holy Spirit because he promises that he will give us it. More. More. So, what does the Holy Spirit look like? There's a couple of things, attributes that come when the Holy Spirit is at work in us. Attribute numero uno. That's Spanish. Is it Spanish? French, Spanish. It's a foreign language. Um, Holy Spirit will give us guidance. No matter where we are, the Holy Spirit will give us guidance. Throughout the book of Acts, we see the Holy Spirit guiding people. It prompted Philip to talk to a random Ethiopian on the side of the road. It guided people as they discussed things in the Council of Jerusalem, and it's guiding us now. If we let the Spirit guide us, it will guide us beyond our wildest imaginings. But we've got to trust it. Random story. New pilots, they've just learned to fly planes. And if they're flying planes and they suddenly go into thick, thick cloud, their instruments are telling them what to do. So the the dashboard in front of them is telling them what to do. And they go, no, 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 not quite. I'll I'll just make a little tweak. Oh, I can't see. So I'm not, I don't quite trust, just trust what's in front of me. I'll just make a little tweak and another little tweak and another little tweak. So many new pilots fly out of thick cloud completely upside down because they haven't trusted their instruments. They've trusted themselves. They think they know best. If we trust the Holy Spirit, he will guide us through times when we can't imagine, we, where we don't understand, when we can't see. The Holy Spirit will guide us through. And when he's guiding us, nothing is impossible. Absolutely nothing. So much so that Jesus could walk on water. So, yeah, let's use the Holy Spirit for guidance. Not just in our lives, but for the lives of the church. Number two, um, it's a source of courage and power. Ah, it's all falling apart. Um, The disciples receive power when the Spirit comes. Peter suddenly goes from a bumbling fisherman to a man who can stand in front of thousands and be terribly eloquent and wise. And yet before he was a fisherman who generally spoke with his foot in his mouth. 
throughout Acts, there are examples of such bravery and courage. And the Holy Spirit gives us that bravery and that courage. If you're facing tough times, if you've got stuff going on that you don't know how to deal with it, it's a bit scary, it's a bit hard, the Holy Spirit promises to give us courage. Whether you're at school, whether you're at work, whether, wherever you are, the Holy Spirit promises to give us courage and power, the bravery to work through it. Next one, the Holy Spirit defeats fear. Before the Holy Spirit came, before the day of Pentecost, the disciples were hiding. They were hiding in the upper room and they were scared. They were scared that they might get found out. They were scared that at any moment someone might go boom and they would get killed. They were absolutely terrified and then suddenly... The Holy Spirit comes and they're not hiding anymore. They're getting out there and they are preaching the word of God. They have no fear. And when the Holy Spirit is living in us, when we let it work, we have absolutely no reason to fear. So if there's something you're scared about, ask the Holy Spirit to take it away. Ask the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us the strength to obey. Sometimes God, sometimes God calls us to do things that we don't want to do. He calls us to do things that are quite scary, that go against what other people think we should do, that they're just quite difficult. But the Holy Spirit gives us the strength we need to obey, and from that obedience, such blessing and trust. Oh, it's amazing. And finally, joy. The Holy Spirit brings joy. Joy isn't happiness. Happiness, oh, yay, it's lovely. I've just eaten some cake. It's not about that. It's that deep knowing deep down in who you are, that you are loved. No matter what, you are loved. And that's what the Holy Spirit brings. It brings that joy that makes far more sense than you could ever possibly imagine. So, this is the day we remember the Holy Spirit coming to each and every believer. This is the day when we can use this as an opportunity to ask for the pilot light to whoosh into action when we can ask for more of the Holy Spirit so that we can have guidance, be brave, defeat fear, to obey, to have that joy, not just for us as individuals, but for us as a church. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, help each and every one of us to have more of you so that we can, so that, we, so that you will guide us so that you will give us courage and strength, so that we don't need to be scared anymore, that we can obey you and that we can be full of your joy, which surpasses all understanding and full of your peace, that in no matter what circumstances, we can be totally sure that you have got us and that you love us. Come, Holy Spirit, help each of us to go deeper with you. Amen.